Welcome to Eagle's Nest Forum with Dr. Beecher Moorfield, an internationally known expert on biblically-based leadership and minister-to-ministers who will share thoughts from the Word of God on successful living. Now, let's join Dr. Moorfield for today's message. How many elements are there in the fruit of the Spirit? Nine. How many gifts of the Spirit are there? Nine. If you will do a really in-depth study about what the fruit of the Spirit is, let's start with number one. I'll touch on that tonight. What is the first element of the fruit of the Spirit? Love. Fruit of the Spirit, first element. Love. Love. Now, which, which are you responsible to do? Produce fruit or produce gifts? Fruit. Your job is to produce fruit. So in the eyes of God, what's more important for you? Producing fruit or having a gift? Producing fruit. The first element of the fruit is love. What is the first element of the fruits of, of the gifts of the Spirit? Word of wisdom. A word of wisdom. It's a word about the future. It's a word about that's known to God about what is before you. I can love you. Listen closely now. I can love you as long as I have understanding of what you're doing, why you're doing it, even if you're doing the wrong thing. As long as I understand why and what's I can love you. But if I come to a place where I do know where I no longer know why you're doing what you're doing, I don't understand it then before God will allow the fruit of love to be destroyed, because it says concerning the fruit of the Spirit, against such there is no... What the Bible says? But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Against such there is no law. If you are producing the fruit of love in your life towards the people around you, and that means you're walking in obedience to the Word of God towards that person, before God will allow you to be, or allow your fruit of love to be destroyed, be taken down, because something has happened that goes beyond your ability to understand why that person is doing what they're doing, God will bring to you a word of wisdom about what you need to do about what's going to happen about uh, are you with me? So that you having understanding can continue to walk in love in that situation. Okay? How is it how is it that um, and this is something we have you haven't thought about now, we know that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had faith in God, didn't they? Yep. We know that Daniel had faith in God, didn't he? But what is it, do you think, that helped bring a knowing into them that was so strong that Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego would say to King Nebuchadnezzar, if you throw us in the fire, our God will deliver us. Now, I realize that's faith in God. That's confidence in God. 
But having faith in God is now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And But they said, our God will. They weren't in the fire yet. It was a gift of the word of wisdom. Maybe we never thought about it that way before. How did Daniel know ahead of time? And even though they throw him in the fire into the den of lions and he would be all right. Again, a word of wisdom before God. Even then, the fruit of, it's the, in the New Testament, the fruit of the Spirit is the, is the, the, the fruit of the recreated, reborn human spirit. It's not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is not the fruit producer. You are. The fruit grows on the branches. Holy Ghost is not the branch. We are the branch. Okay? But the action of the gifts of the Spirit, because God hasn't changed and Jesus hasn't changed, the manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit which come by Holy Spirit manifests themselves in the same type circumstances and etc. as they did in the Old Testament. The purpose behind it. This is the love of God that we want. 1 John 5, 3. This is one of those defining terms. This is the love of God that we keep His commandments. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in refusing to bend or to bow, what were they doing? They were keeping the commandments of God. They were walking in the love of God. And before God will allow that love to be destroyed, Holy Spirit came on the scene with a gift of the word of wisdom and they knew ahead of time, throw us in, we'll walk out. That, oh, the confidence that you can have when, you are, when you're operating in the word of wisdom. And hear me, listen to me. I am convinced the more I study the scriptures that there are many times when the gifts of the Spirit, such as the word of wisdom, are operating in our lives and we don't even realize it. Not because, not because we suddenly find ourselves in a place where we have to call on the name of the Lord right now, but because we know two or three days in advance, hey, when I call on the Lord, this is going to happen. Somebody can say, well, that's faith. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But it's also the gift of the operation of the word of wisdom. Knowing by the mind of God that certain things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. This is good stuff. Brother Frank. Yes, sir. Also, the Holy Ghost will special faith in that situation will also produce the peace, the fruit of peace, correct? Yeah. As I started to say, you if you list the gifts of the Spirit, list beside it the fruit of the Spirit. The, the gift of the Spirit that is directly across from the fruit of the Spirit is that gift that Holy Spirit will manifest in order to preserve the fruit that is there. Yeah. Second, the second fruit of the Spirit is joy, the word of knowledge. See, as long as I know, I can have joy. But before God will allow my joy to be destroyed, He'll bring me a word of knowledge to confirm and to anchor that joy the third the third fruit is what peace what's the third gift faith 
As long as I have faith, uh, the, the, uh, the gift is, is faith. As long, uh, and if I have peace before God will allow my, uh, my, my peace, the fruit of peace, to be destroyed if I'm producing it. Before God will allow that to be destroyed, he will bring or manifest in my life somehow the gift of faith in order to sustain peace. Am I making sense? It follows, it follows true all the way down to the gift of working of miracles. When's the working of miracles come in? Which one is it? Huh? Yeah, gentleness. How many, how many, in the natural sense of the word, people who work miracles become haughty. If a person could work a miracle at his own choosing, he would become arrogant. So, but God does not use the gift of the working of miracles to confirm arrogance. He can, uses it to confirm gentleness. I don't have to get I don't have to get haughty or ugly as long as I am producing the fruit of gentleness. If before the before God will allow the gentleness that my spirit man is producing to be overcome and destroyed, he will produce in me a the, a gift of the working or for me a gift of the working of miracles. Did you notice, what, what's this? If you study this, we're talking about Israel a moment ago and, and Moses leading them out. Did you notice that uh, in your study, and if you haven't, you can, just look at look what happened when Moses first brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. They were thrilled to follow him. There was all kinds of joy there, of course, but they were following him like sheep. To the slaughter, if you might say. But they were gentle. I mean, they were all healed and whole and happy and sound. I mean, everything, all this had taken place. And they were loving one another and enjoying what they had. And, but they were gentle, but they got to the Red Sea. And the enemy is behind them. And what did the people begin to do? Murmur and complain. Before God will allow their gentleness to be brought to naught. He exercised by the Spirit of God. Holy Ghost exercised His prerogative to bring a gift to the Spirit called the working of miracles so that the people could cross the Red Sea. And when they came out the other side, what did the, what did Pharaoh's armies do? They tried to cross too, right? And in the midst of it, Israel's already out on the other side. In the midst of it, what while Pharaoh's army's in the middle, what happens? It fall, crush, or even it could be just it fell and crushed, but Pharaoh's army was destroyed in the Red Sea. Okay? What did the people do on the other side? They rejoiced. They praised. But they weren't, they, 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 they weren't hostile. They weren't ugly. The fruit of gentleness had been preserved. Just a thought. We, we of course, we're we're going to move move on. Uh, another thought, and and uh, forgive me for taking some time to do these things, but I think sometimes it's it's good to 
in, in, in serving a good meal, sometimes it's good to have some good appetizers. Okay. I've, I've, <laughs> I try to serve a good meal when I preach the Word of God, but think, think, think of, I've been thinking of this for, for a number of days. In, uh, in Mark 13, 10, um, Praise the Lord. This, this is good stuff. In Mark 13, 10, listen. And the gospel, Jesus is speaking. He said the gospel must first be published among all the nations. Then in Acts 13, 49, it says, And the word of the Lord was published throughout all the region. You see that? The word published? What's it? What's it mean to publish something? Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about this for, for a few weeks now. Been been a kind of a personal quest of mine. Uh, it means to to speak, to preach, to proclaim, to teach, to prophesy. Not just prophesying with words, but to prophesy on the musical instrument. Because prophecy edifies, exhorts, and comforts the body of Christ, no matter how it comes. True prophecy. Uh, how about how about writing? All right. So we're talking about all these methods of publishing the gospel. Well, Jesus said the gospel must be. To correspond with Doctor Moorfield, you may contact him on his website at eaglesnestforum.com or join him on Facebook at facebook.com slash eaglesnestforum and be sure to subscribe to the Eagles Nest Forum YouTube page at youtube.com slash at sign eaglesnestforum join us again next time for another inspiring message by Dr. Beecher Morfield